My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Hey guys, why aren't you banking on yourself? That's what we're talking about today on 40-plus Gay Man Gay Talk. We don't bank on ourselves enough. And then we wonder why we're not successful or why we don't have a man or why we can't make friends. Well, it's all true. A lot of those things are tough, tough, tough. But what happens when you actually begin to say, I'm going to bank on myself. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to even bet on myself. And we're going to stop treating ourselves like a doormat. I brought this up a little bit in our last 40 plus gay men, gay talk chat. Those happen the third Monday of each month. So if you're interested in that, please, 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 please hop over onto the website, Rick Clemens, C-L-E-M-O-N-S.com. Go to the men's chat and you can sign up to get notified when we're having those conversations. And it was a really good discussion. There's about 20, 30 guys on the call. And we talked about like, what does it mean when we, we really bank on ourselves and we make ourselves a priority, but how do we get there, right? Beautiful things can happen but not until we actually step into that space and that power of really banking on ourselves. So one of the first things I found is I have to trust myself. I have to trust myself in my decisions. I have to trust myself in my intuition. I have to trust myself that I know exactly where I want to go in life. And trusting yourself is where everything starts. Now, that can be really hard for us gay men. Because we have been conditioned by society to not trust ourselves. Oh, no, you can't be that. You can't be gay. Oh, you can't have those feelings. Oh, no, you can't be anything but masculine-like construct. So to trust that our own feelings and how we feel about who we are in the world has been one of those things that we have been beaten up and beaten up and beaten up and told, nope, 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 nope. But a good place to start to really start banking on yourself is to trust yourself. And one of the ways to do that is to see the good in yourself. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but one of the things is to look deeper or to look even on the surface. What are the good things about yourself? Are you a good guy? Are you somebody that people can trust? Are you the kind of guy that's always willing to like go the extra mile? Maybe you're the guy that's like, yes, I'm going to be good and see the good in myself because I set aside time for me. I don't just take everybody else and say, you're the priority. Start digging in and going, okay, what are the good in me? Because the more good stuff you can see in yourself, the more you'll be able to bet on yourself. Hey, here's why I'm a good guy. And and this is why I'm going to make sure I'm a priority. But even for all the good, I want you to think about what are my flaws? Because in the beautiful screwed up flaws that we have as, as men, and especially as gay men, There's so much beauty to learn from. I mean, it's like open the door and look at all the treasures and pleasures there are once we go, okay, that's a flaw. Okay, but why is it a flaw? And is it really, truly a flaw? And if it is a flaw, how did I fix it? Or how am I fixing it? Or how do I want to fix it? Because when you start to work with your flaws, you can start to create beautiful things. You can find yourself in an amazing space when you're like, okay, I'm a bald guy. Now, I'm going to be honest, I have never had an issue being bald. 
you're going, then why are you mentioning it, Rick? <laughs> because I'm using it as an example, okay? So just back off and trust me, okay? The reason this is something to talk about is because I embraced being bald. I love being bald. First of all, I don't spend tons of money to get haircuts. Not knocking all y'all that have to, but I don't miss that one bit. I also love just waking up and quick shower. I don't have to have lots of shampoos and stuff. I just use the body wash and scrub it all down. Every once in a while, I'll do a little shampoo, but I don't have much hair. Y'all that have seen me know there, there's hardly anything there to wash, Rick, so why aren't you just shaving it? I do. Sometimes I shave my head. But I embrace this, and I don't see it as a flaw. I see it as a beauty mark. A lot of times our flaws are the things that bring the most beauty. We learn from our flaws or we see a flaw, but as soon as we don't like look at it like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, that's awful. We embrace it. We take hold of it and we see how can we use this to be something amazingly wonderful and beautiful in our lives. The next thing though, is to start to think about when we see things as negative, that's a core behavior. And then we do it again and we do it again. And we do it again. And before you know it, these core behaviors are the patterns. They're repeating pattern that we do constantly. And so we're diminishing ourselves. You cannot diminish yourself and bet on yourself at the same time. I'm going to say that again. You cannot diminish yourself and bet on yourself. You can't believe in yourself when you're diminishing yourself. So suddenly the core behaviors are showing up, showing up, showing up. And here's the question I want to put forward to you, all of you guys. Is that core behavior serving your core value? If you really, if you really truly value relationships, if you really truly value adventure, if you really truly value like building a legacy, if you really truly value honesty, what's the behavior that's keeping you from doing any of those things? Because whatever that behavior is, it is holding you back from being your best self and banking on yourself. Like throwing the dice and betting on you. You can't do it when there's a core behavior that holds you back from that. But one of the things I've also learned in my own journey and with many of the clients that I get to serve in my coaching practice is that the more I bet on myself, the more I'm willing to take risks. Sometimes they're calculated risks. Sometimes they're just fun, spontaneous risks. But each time you take a risk and you do it, you are betting on you. You take a risk and ask a guy out. Even if he says no, you bet on you. You believed you were good enough to ask that guy out. You took the risk. You took the chance. You were spontaneous. Now, maybe some of you weren't spontaneous. You've been mulling it over for three months, six months, a year to ask this guy out. Regardless, you took the risk. That's betting on yourself. But when you do that, you also create opportunities. Because you see, if you ask the guy out, you create the opportunity to have possibly going on a date. When you ask him out, there's the opportunity of possibly this turning into a long-term relationship. Heck, if you ask the guy out, you, there's a possibility of even getting laid. Let's just be real about this stuff, right? There's no holding back when you take the risks. So if you take the risk, calculated or not, spontaneous or not, there's no holding back and you create opportunities. So I want you for just a moment to think in your own life, where are you holding back? And if you took the risk, what's the opportunity that gets created? Hold back, risk, create. Hold back, risk, create. If I wasn't holding back, what's the risk, spontaneous or otherwise, that I would take? And 
what's the opportunity that could come from that? Because you see, this is part of taking those core behaviors and turning them into more positive behaviors. I'm always going to have fun taking risks. I'm always going to push the envelope. I'm always going to trust my instincts. I'm always going to trust myself. When you start to create those positive habits, you move forward and you become more focused and you up your game. You cannot create a positive habit without realizing this is something I'm going to focus on and this is something that's going to help me up my game. Everything is upping a game. I'm only going to eat one plate full of food versus I'm going to eat three upping your game. I'm going to go to bed 30 minutes earlier rather than I'm going to stay up two hours later upping your game. I'm going to wake up this morning and I'm going to believe that another day there's an opportunity to meet a guy that I might enjoy having a relationship with upping your game. The more focus you have, the more easily it is for you to up your game and to bet on yourself. But part of that upping your game and that focus is also, guys, make sure, make sure, make sure that there's a clear future vision. Not just, yeah, I want a man in my life. Okay, I'm going to flippantly say, who doesn't? Some guys are like, nope, I'm good being single. Okay, great. So if you want to be single, then what's the clear vision of how you do single life and how you create happiness and how you have friendships and surround yourself with people? Not that all that's required. Some people are like, I like being single and alone, and that's the life I desire. Then be very clear on what that looks like. If it's having lots of friends, be very clear on what that looks like. And bet on yourself to create that opportunity. One more time, if you are holding back and not taking the risk, you're not creating the opportunities, you're not upping your game, and you're not working towards a clear-cut future vision. It all comes down to trusting yourself and looking at what you have to do to trust yourself. What is it you have to do? Not have to do. In fact, I hate have to do's. What do you get to do to trust yourself and to bet on yourself? Those are the big questions. So here's a little activity I'm going to encourage each of you to consider doing. I'm not going to tell you you have to. I want you to consider doing. I was at a team retreat for the company that I work for, and a speaker threw this out, and I'm going to share it. His name was Phil. And he challenged all of us that we have 52, 52 weeks. We have 365 days, but 52 weeks seems to be a better place to go with this one. What is one thing in 52 weeks, one thing each week, one in 52, just remember one in 52 that you can do to bet on you. One thing this week, next week, one thing, the next week, one thing. The next week, one thing. By the time you get to the end of the month, you have four things that you've done to bet on yourself. It could be take a spontaneous break and go be with myself. It could be ask a guy out that I just want to ask out. It could be look at what I do in my work and ask, how does that make me feel? What would I rather be doing? Take the time to bet on yourself and do those explorations. One thing each week for 52 weeks. I know that seems like a lot, right? Oh my God, I got lots to do in my life. It doesn't have to be anything big. What is one thing a week for 52 weeks that you can do to bet on you? I would love to hear what you do with this. I'd love to see how you quit using yourself as a doormat into your life. How you start trusting yourself, seeing the good in yourself and working with your flaws. How you take those calculated risks 
and turn them into opportunities, whether they're calculated or spontaneous risk. I want you to stop holding back and start stepping into creating those opportunities that then become positive habits that help you do it over and over and over again. Because each time you do this, you're going to be more focused and you're going to up your game. But you can't do it if you don't have a clear future vision. And the future doesn't have to be 10 years from now. It could be next week, I'm going to do this. Next week, I'm going to do one in 52, like Rick suggested. But that future vision comes with truly, without a shadow of a doubt, fully trusting yourself and looking at what you have to start doing differently to trust yourself, to trust your intuition. So guys, bet on yourself, bank on yourself, believe in yourself. It's all about banking on yourself to move yourself forward. What are you going to do this week? So that's it, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for being listeners. And again, if you want to be part of the 40 plus gay men's chats, go to rickclemens.com, find the men's chats. There's a little sign up. You will get notified each time we are doing one of those chats. That's it. Be well, be good. Live your life. No excuses, no fears, and no apologies. Take care. That's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.